From Gimlet, this is Reply All. I'm Thea Bennett. So for the last couple of weeks, I've been wondering nonstop about the same question. The question is about this kind of hack, fishing. I've always had the impression that fishing is something I shouldn't worry about because nobody really falls for it. And even here at work, in March, we were trying to figure out how Alex Bloomberg's Uber account got hacked and when Alex Goldman even suggested the possibility that he might have gotten fished, Bloomberg got genuinely annoyed. Do you know what fishing is? Yes. Did that happen? No. He seems so <laughs> mad. <laughs> I, 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 I can't imagine giving my password to somebody who wrote to me over email. Bloomberg felt about it the way I did. Fishing is for dummies. But then, a month later, news came out that the president of France his campaign got fished. Like, some of his staffers ended up handing over their personal passwords. And actually, I started to notice that a lot of the hacks that I'm reading about recently, they start with phishing. John Podesta, that was phishing. The Sony hack by North Korea, that was phishing. And it got me wondering, what kind of person gets fished? Is it just insanely gullible people? Or could it happen to the smartest people I know? People like... Alex Bloomberg. So I called up this guy I know. He's a computer hacking expert. And I asked him, like, how hard would it be to rig up a test to fish Alex? He said that'd be no problem. And I thought, huh, in that case, like, maybe we should try it on everyone at Reply All. He said, sure. So he sent every member of the Reply All team some kind of phishing test. And a couple days later, I asked Alex Goldman, PJ Vote, and Alex Bloomberg to meet me in the studio. Should I have my mic like And they had no idea what it was about. Okay, so you know how I have been pretty obsessed with, like, how we could get hacked? Yeah. And I spent a few weeks just looking into a bunch of different theories of what, how somebody could hack into a computer, into a Gmail account. And one of the theories that came up that we didn't really spend any time on is phishing. Yeah, because when it came up, people got offended. Like, I was offended. I associate phishing with like a clumsy attempt to get you to reveal your password that I feel like I wouldn't fall for. Well, so after you got offended, I got really curious and... I ended up talking to this one guy. He's a digital forensics investigator. Daniel Botiano. Daniel Botiano. I remember Now him. good friend of the show. Real yeah. charmer. Total charmer. So, don't be mad at me. Uh-huh. But I asked Daniel if he would try a phishing test on the staff of Reply All and on Alex Bloomberg. All right. Oh, damn. Oh, oh, that is so devious. I'm so mad at you if I clicked on it. (laughs) Um, So, oh, I'll just add one detail, which is before I did any of this, I went to president of Gimlet Media, Matt Lieber, and said, is it okay (laughs) if I ask this man to do this thing? And he said yes? Uh, Matt Lieber said yes. He pointed out that without permission, somebody could be fishing us also. Huh. Usually, like, I go to Matt for my no's and Alex for my yeses. I'm surprised you got a yes out of Matt. 
My, the suspense is killing me. I gotta say, Matt Lieber actually said during the whole Uber thing that he suspected that Alex had been tricked by a phishing campaign. Oh, so this is a little personal for him. Yeah, he, was like, he has a very low estimation of you, apparently. He yeah. was like... Not every relationship has to be a PJ and Alex. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, okay. So Daniel started his test on a Monday morning, and by 6 p.m. the same day, he had control of somebody's email. Sweat. <laughs> you mean armpit tears of weakness brought about by poor deodorant choices? Say goodbye to that salty river that floweth from your underarm with Old Spice Swagger Antiperspirant. Made for 24-7 sweat protection with daily use and an undeniable smell of cedarwood and lime. Mmm. <laughs> giving you the confidence you need to quit your job, move to a remote island, and spend your days frolicking with dolphins. Old Spice Swagger Antiperspirant. Shop Old Spice now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, State Farm knows you personalize your entire day. And that's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Alex is Alex Moonberg is slowly opening his laptop. <laughs> well, so okay, so before we started, I had no idea how Daniel was going to be able to do this, but watching him work just opened my eyes to all these different things fishing was capable of. And the first thing that I saw is that Daniel can impersonate anybody. And he said actually for this test to test like my coworkers, he was going to impersonate me. Oh. So to start with, let me tell you what happened to our executive producer, Tim. Because Tim was editing this piece, he was the one person on staff who knew that this phishing test was going to be going on. And he didn't know what was going to happen, but it just made him incredibly paranoid. So for the last week and a half, he's been sending me Slack messages like almost every day being like, I was just fished. You just <laughs> attempted to fish me. I'm catching you. He's fishing himself. Yeah. So Monday morning, Tim slacked me and was like, what's the audio you're emailing me about? And I have no clue what he's talking about, but I see him in the kitchen. So I grab my phone, hit record and meet him there. At which point it's clear he's just realized what's going on. What? 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 I just sent you audio. Ah, yeah. Should we go into the stairwell? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, Thea, you don't know about the email that you just sent me? Okay. No. So I just got an email uh-huh. that was, it had a, it had an audio file. It was sent to me, Alex, and Struthi. So I click on it, and it says, Gmail, you know, one password to rule them all, whatever. And it asked me for my password, mm-hmm. so I said, fuck this. And I wrote back, can you slack me the audio? Uh-huh. Because I don't want to. I'm already signed into Gmail. Yeah. So, so I could so tell switch. that it's a phishing attempt where some smart asshole <laughs> is actually emailing me. Uh-huh. What's messed up about it is that, like, somebody on the uh-huh. other end is emailing me right now pretending to be you. Yeah. And it sure fucking looks like you. Really? And I clicked on the thing and it says, like, HTTP. He shows me the email and it's crazy because... It completely looks like it's coming from me. Like, it looks like it's coming from Fia at GimletMedia.com. But 
obviously so, I didn't send it. Yeah, look at there it is. Hey guys. Ah, Fiat Gimlet R N Edia. That's so funny. R plus N looks like an M. Okay, now I really want to fuck with this person. <laughs> Let me explain how this works. Daniel had bought a domain. He bought the domain Gimlet R media.com and he was sending the emails from there but gimlet r media looks exactly like gimlet media wow damn and after all of that tim and i were walking back to our desks and he was like so what's the audio you were trying to send me (laughs) (laughs) he's like a, a mouse trying to get cheese out of a trap okay so here's the second thing i learned You don't even need to fall for the scam for Daniel to learn a ton about you. Okay. So, for instance, PJ, you received this email that looked like an invoice coming from a consultant. And when you clicked on the link in the invoice, it took you to a page that looked like a Google login page and asked for your username and password. Yeah. You didn't put anything in. But over in Toronto, the hacker, Daniel, he was still watching you interact with that fake page. Here's Daniel. My records show that he clicked on it from an iPhone, uh-huh. uh, probably saw that it was something suspicious, clicked on it a second time from an iPhone. And then I have records showing that the same link is open two more times from Mac computers, but two different computers. So I'm guessing PJ saw that something was going on and he started digging a bit deeper and, and trying to find out what happened or, or, or what's happening with this email. Yeah. And I'm suspecting that after PJ maybe sent an email internally saying, hey, guys, this is what I got. Just be careful. Don't click on this uh, on this email. Wow. He could tell that? It's so funny. Uh, it's like knocking on the door of somebody's house. Like, even mm-hmm. if they don't answer, like, a light turned on. It turned right. out like he can figure stuff right. out. Right. Yeah. Like, I opened it. I opened the email. Thought it was real. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I figured out what it was. Mm-hmm. And I was really curious. Like, I was like, oh, I wonder if I can learn anything. So I was, like, trying to, like, examine the package to figure out if what was going on. And the moment that I was, like, definitively realized it was fake was that in the signature of the email, there's a phone number. Mm-hmm. And I Googled the phone number, and the phone number didn't go to, the, like, the made-up company oh. that they were doing. And I posted in Gimlet Slack saying, hey, everybody, watch out. Someone's trying to – it seems like someone's targeting Gimlet in particular – Right. And the reason Daniel thought you had done that is because he'd sent the same email to a bunch of members of the team. And after you looked at it for the fourth time, nobody else clicked on it. And that's okay for Daniel because he can try like all different methods of phishing the team and he can try it a bunch of different times. So since you're sounding alarm bells, he probably won't include you in the next phishing attempt. So, Alex, what what did you get? I have no idea. I'm... I am on tenterhooks. I have do not recall this at all. So you didn't figure out that anything was going on. So you got an email that was just like Tim's, but I was in the room when you got it. And you turned to me and you were like, what is this? Why do I have to listen to this? Did I open it? You did not open it. Congratulations. That is definitely not because I was smart enough to recognize it was a phishing scam. Uh, I feel like had you not been in the room, this would have worked. I know. And and Daniel said the same thing. He was like, if I was trying this phishing attempt in earnest, I would have tried to impersonate somebody who I thought wasn't going to be in the office that day. Right. Okay. So now for the third thing I learned, which is my favorite thing I learned. Even when you try to protect yourself, like when you set up two-step verification you're still not safe. So 
this happened towards the end of the day. At this point, nobody on the reply all team had fallen for it. I was a bit disappointed at first when I saw that, ah, oh, it didn't work. Maybe we, we, we did this, all of the emails came at the same time. We should have changed some things. But then we got the big tuna. So the big tuna, I think we all know who that is. So uh, it, it worked on me, but I want to claim. <laughs> <laughs> Just skipping over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Way to, well, way to brush right past that. No, because I went, I, so I got the email and I was What did like, yours say? Mine says, uh, hold on. Mine says. Who's it from? Is it from it's from Fia? Fia, and it says, "It says Uber update." Hey Alex, was wondering if there's a, if we're giving away too much of your personal information. The Uber update tape with Troy. Will you listen and let me know what you think? Not kosher? Question mark. And nice. so, and so it was just. And then there's like this little thing. There's a little you know Uber update, and it's coming from Fia at what I now realize is GimletErnedia.com, <laughs> uh, which is really amazing. Like you don't you don't. Notice that I know that it, that's what it is, and it still looks like Gimlet Media. It's crazy. So then, but so I didn't open it because I was like, I don't have time. Again, I might have it might have worked anyway. And then I was like, up on the third floor, you were in a in a meeting with Sruthi, Sruthi, and I was and I saw you guys, and I went over and I like motioned if I could come in. You were in one of those glass mm-hmm. conference rooms, and I was like, hey, I got your email. What's that about? And then you looked so confused and and like mad. And I thought you were like having, and I was like, oh, I'm just being an asshole. I just bumbled into the meeting like I'm the CEO. I was like, don't worry, don't worry, I'll listen. And so then I left. And then I was, I had this whole narrative. I was like, was that, would I have done that? Is this like abuse of power? And I was like, no, I wave people in sometimes too. It's okay. So there was all this guilt that was like sort of driving me to like complete the task of listening to this audio. And so then I went down there and, and then I clicked on it to listen to it. And then, and then it's like, it, it, it a, it impersonates a Google Drive. So then you have to go and like put in your password and stuff like that. And I, which I did because I was like, I got to help. I got to listen to the thing for Fia. But if I don't, I don't you, know. Yeah. You not only put in your password, you put in your, your two factor authentication code. Yeah. 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 Oh. So, yeah. 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 So which, Daniel which, yeah. would fully be able to get into your email account. Yeah. So how does that work? So what did he do? He, he was like, what, what, what was I putting my actual two-factor authentication code into? What you put it into is his own little page that then that's forwarded it. on his it. computer. Yeah. So that's on a server. And when you put in your username and your password on his page, he just immediately forwarded that to a real Gmail login. And from there... Because he put in your username and password, a two-factor code was texted to you. And when you then put that again into his fake page, he immediately put that into the real Gmail login page and he was completely into your Gmail. And the server he was using was actually based in New York. So if you check where you've recently signed into Gmail, it'll show a New York-based location, which is what Daniel says they would really do if it was a targeted phishing attempt. That's hella right. sophisticated. It's really imp- interesting. I do feel like if I hadn't, if you you basically said you sent the email. I no. You did though. You came in and I said I don't know, and you, you said, said I don't know, but you were like, and you said I didn't look at it. You don't really remember. I'll go back and check. Right, because right? I was like trying to. 
help you out and get back to you on time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. I, I, I know. We, <laughs> thank you. After after rudely interrupting your thank jacket, you. with <laughs> sorry. I don't know. Yeah. I, no. I mean, it feels like obviously, like yes. If you if you have like <laughs> your, your entire company conspiring to fish you, yes, they can trick you into clicking on something. I don't think that proves anything. If they know if they know every little bit of context around your life, I think that you are you being can too be cavalier tricked. about this. You can be tricked. Do you feel any differently about how offensive and of idea it was that you might have gotten fish? Yeah, I know. I mean, yes, I do. But I'm. I feel like it, this will unfairly, you know, sort of solidify a narrative about me that I'm not that I'm not happy about. <laughs> <laughs> I f- if you hadn't said the thing about how Matt thought it was like that I was fished, then I might be responding to this whole conversation very differently. But yes, for the purposes of everybody out there, you you two can be fished. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. We've kept you more time right. than we should. Go. Okay, right. bye. Thanks, bye. I left the studio feeling like my experiment had totally failed. I'd convinced myself that fishing was real and pervasive, but I hadn't convinced Alex at all. All I'd done is, like, made him feel sucker punched. So I decided the only reasonable thing I could do now was to expand the experiment. The results of that, after the break. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. <clears throat> okay. Seriously, why are you Does on it, here? 
Does everybody have a microphone in front of them? Uh, I do. Yep. Okay, so the last time uh, we were all in a room together, we uh, talked about this fishing test that I had instigated. Surreptitiously performed. I got really salty about, which I'm embarrassed about now. You are? Yeah. I think I overreacted. I I felt like I left that room feeling so guilty and just like bad no, about it. It was just it was no it, was, it wasn't you it was me. Well, but you did you you underneath the saltiness you were making an argument which was that you felt like because what we were trying to say or what, like I thought I, it was going to fit into a false narrative about me and and rather than it being about whether fishing worked it was about you felt like it was saying that you Alex Bloomberg are like a. A bumbling, and like bumbling if everyone else is like Mr. yes Magoo on this, you're like a internet. no somehow. Yes, exactly. Right. Well, it, it seemed like you agreed on an intellectual level that like, yes, anybody is capable of getting fished, but on an emotional level, like this didn't really demonstrate that. Right. Wait, are you telling me that I've been fished again? This is all about. No, 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 no. You brought me here to murder me. No. <laughs> to, murder my, to murder my ego. No, it was just after we talked in the studio the other day, we were, as a team, like trying to figure out like how, how could we do something that like actually at like an emotional and an intellectual level felt like people get fished and uh, without it feeling like a murky test. Uh-huh. So, like, and, and proof that, like, it's not just magoos who get fished. Like, smart people get fished, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so it was like, is there somebody that Alex thinks is really smart that we could try the fishing test on and then it would feel, and we could do it, like, very purely and then, like, that would sort of make make you feel better. Help me feel better by helping somebody else feel bad. <laughs> like, yeah, I've learned no lessons. <laughs> Tell more lies to more people. Yes. Right. I'm so down. it was like, should we should we try to fish like Ira Glass? It's your your old boss. Yes. Or maybe your old colleague, David Kestenbaum, or your brother in law who's like super, super smart. But we couldn't actually get permission to fish Ira or David, and it turns out that your brother-in-law doesn't really use Gmail, which we needed for this phishing test. So then we were like, maybe we've been thinking about this all wrong. We do know somebody that Alex thinks is smart, and like, and that person also is maybe the source of part of why this feels so bad for Alex. So you look so confused right now. Wait, did you guys fish Matt Lieber? So I thought it might be interesting. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So we thought, what if we tried it on Matt Lieber? Yeah. But this time I wanted it to be very pure. So I was like, Daniel, do not tell me like, like mm-hmm. I'm not going to be informed about anything that you're trying to do. Don't help me cook this up with you. Right. Just try to fish Matt Lieber. Got it. So. Very exciting. <laughs> so when was this? So this was Monday. Okay. So Monday. And it's now Friday. And it's now Friday. Okay. So on Monday, Daniel sent Matt the fishing test. And literally 41 seconds later, Matt had fallen for it. He was fished. Wow. So obviously I wanted to tell him what had happened. And I grabbed him, brought him into the studio. I think this is the first time I've been in a but studio. But before I could tell him he'd been fished, I had to tell him that you'd been fished. And as soon as I told him that, he actually just started, like, crowing about it. Yes. 
He you, he fell for it? Yeah. No. Oh, he fell. He got fished? Yes. Amazing. So you he you okay. So you successfully um fished Alex, your boss. Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. So when we started this whole project, did you think that Alex like did you think that he was likely to fall for it? Yes. Why? Um, uh, how how do I say this without being like, oh, he's a totally credulous dolt. He's in general, he's a very, you know, he's a very, he's a, he always assumes the best in people. Mm-hmm. And he's generally like a very empathetic person. That's one of his superpowers. And so I don't think he's like looking out for people who are trying to screw him. Uh-huh. I'm the more like skeptical person mm-hmm. when it comes to other people's motives. Yeah. Okay. But I just want, I don't want to come off like I'm being a jerk about Alex because obviously Alex is like a great journalist, He's which requires him to be skeptical. And the uh-huh. truth is the fact that he was fished tells you that this could happen to anyone who is targeted. Right. So I think the same thing you think. I think like everybody needs to be like crazy paranoid all the time and it is possible to fish anybody if you're targeting it. But Alex felt like it was like not a clean test and therefore he like doesn't feel like I'm now I'm now of course terrified that you're going to be like we also fished you uh-huh. and we did so successfully. Did you? Well, have you received anything weird from anyone? I don't know. Like anything like today maybe? Oh my god. Did you fish me? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, now this is like we're in a David Mamet movie. I feel so I'm <laughs> This is like the worst experiment I've ever done. Um so earlier Wait. today, yeah. You got an email from Alex Goldman? Uh-huh. At Oh my god. Fucking <laughs> Goldman. That was weird because of the way the file was attached. Uh-huh. The weird thing about it was because I kept having it, the two-factor authentication thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is just, this is humiliating. Uh, because I've sat here in judgment of Alex. No, but you actually, like, this confirm, does this confirm for you that it could happen to anyone? Yeah, it could happen to anyone if you're an idiot like me. God, he's so br- disc Daniel. We should we need to hire this Daniel guy. <laughs> he has such good insight into what would tweak people uh-huh. because he sent me an email saying, as though it were from Alex Goldman, saying one of our producers found this document posted online, which reveals Gimlet's salary levels. Um, is this something that you think should be public? And I was like, <gasps> I was like, oh my god, like because if everyone's salaries got out, it would be like a nightmare, right? So I click on it. It's a PDF, and in order to view the PDF, I have to log into my my your, Gimlet account. Yeah, yeah, your which email. Which I do. I put in my username and password, which now I need to change. <laughs> That's why I want to talk and, to you. <laughs> and then it, I did the two-factor authentication. I responded to Alex, and I CC'd Katie Christensen, our director of people ops, who mm-hmm. is the person who would like know what the answer, like why is this out here? Mm-hmm. And she said, "I can't see the file." And 
when I went back to download it again, I had to do the two-factor again. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like I just did the two-factor authentication. Why would I have to do it for a second time? But of course I was like in the middle of a bunch of things and I was just like, ah, whatever, it's Google. I trust Google. Yeah. And I put it in. I feel like such a jerk now. I I feel like a jerk because I was saying like, oh, Alex Bloomberg, what what an old person who doesn't know how to like protect himself in the real world or online (laughs) because he doesn't have me. <laughs> Mr. Savvy, like Mr. Savvy skeptic who like uh terrible. Wow, this was a real comeuppance. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happened to Matt. God. I I feel terrible now because I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then like one of my goals actually happened. Yes, I do feel better. You do? Because I do. Like, I do feel like Matt is the way more suspicious one. And in if I had to choose, like, which of us is harder to fish, I would have chosen Matt. For sure. Here's, here's the one thing that comforts me a little bit. I never fished anyone that I assured I wasn't going to fish. And that is a wow. small comfort, but it is a comfort. That is wild that that, is, that, that helps you sleep at night. Yeah. It does. That is really. So I want to say now, I promise to never fish anyone in this room again. Just in this room? Yeah. <laughs> Files hosted by PJ Vote and me, Alex Goldman. Our show is produced by Shruti Pinamaneni, Fia Benin, Chloe Persinos, and Damiano Marchetti. Production assistance from Sharina Ong. We're edited by Tim Howard and Jorge Just. We're mixed by Rick Kwan. Special thanks to Kashmir Hill, Emily Kennedy, and a huge thank you to our fisher, Daniel Botiani. Our theme song is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder, and our ad music is by Build Buildings. Matt Lieber is Bubble Tea. Applications are open to be Reply All's fall intern. The deadline for applications is 9 a.m. on May 29th, and you can find out more on our website, replyall.limo. And you can find more episodes of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Hold up. 